Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Chronicles of Faye. Breathe deeply, close your eyes, get comfortable, and allow yourself to drift away. Just drift in this moment of peace, calm, assurance. Let yourself just soar. Let us enjoy a magical moment together in the Chronicles of Faith. Well, everyone, this is your hostess, Faye Wild. Let us just breathe together. Just breathe together. While I call in the elements, shall I? Earth, we thank you for your growth for your truth, for your stability. Air, we thank you for your intuition, your creativity, your peace. Fire, we thank you for your courage, your passion, and will. Water, we thank you for your healing of mind, body, and spirit the ability to change and the ability of rebirth life or divine we thank you for the life-giving force that is within all of us the power to seek beyond ourselves in the realm of spirit and the passion to do what we need to do light we thank you for your illumination of the truth whatever it is for each of us we thank you for your moonlight and starlight and we also thank you for the power of revelation magic we thank you for the gifts to greet, the gifts of inspiration, and the gifts that give us peace to do, to think, to act, and to continually walk the spiral of life. So would it be. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Chronicles of Faye with your hostess Faye Wild. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
so those of you guys who are watching the Olympics, I hope you enjoy it. It's something that I certainly do um, because I don't, because as I'm a blind person, I don't get into a lot of the other sports like um, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, and any of that. I like the the sort of different energy that I get from swimming and diving and gymnastics and that kind of thing and ice skating and that sort of thing and even though I can't see what's going on most of the time like the energy is different the the whole um, experience is different um, so I that's why it's so uh, important to me is that's why the Olympics is important to me because I enjoy it for its different energy and it only happens like you can watch football, baseball, basketball all the time, but how often can you spend just as many hours listening to gymnastics or skating? Not very often. Um, um, it's not seasonal like all the other ones. Are. So that's why I like to watch or listen to the Olympics because to me that's sort of I get that fix for myself. Um, but um, today I would like to talk about cosmologies and where I feel like I fit in the cosmology of animism. And keep in mind that's just my word for my perception of what the spirit world is from an, from an academic point of view. It might not make sense, which is why I say to everyone who listens to this podcast to sort of just take what I say as just these are my revelations from the realms of spirit you know and these are my thoughts and the my faith and so you know if it doesn't ring true for you then it doesn't um And that's fine. That's part of being uh, different people. So, um, the best way to say that I receive or the way that I feel like the world's, the world of spirit and, and this world are um, and ev because everything is so different and because every individual spirit I believe needs to be honored for itself as I see the I see the multiverse and everything that is as a Fabergé egg you open up one and there's another picture inside another egg another egg another egg they're all nested together to create this beautiful thing and every piece is just as valuable as every other piece and so this is why this is my belief on that so um the 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 coding i guess that you would say that that holds it all together is the source and when i say the source i'm talking about the creative force of all good and all knowledge and all wisdom 
and all mystery and all things known and unknown. It's not a god technically, it's a force of just a force of perfect good and knowledge and perfect knowledge and perfect wisdom and it's it's absolute in its eternal essence. That is the best way to put it. Um, and through its creative energy, through its creative force, all gods came to create their own worlds. And all beings came from the source eternal. Um, and I honor the source eternal because the source is so vast, so un it's it's so un it's so fathomless in its depth of being and spirit that is that is beyond any god or goddess. Um to me it is the womb of all godhood. So you know, because I believe that, you know, everything comes from that, but that it is, it is the absolute womb of all that has ever been and ever will be, that has ever been good and right and noble and honorable and perfect and wise and I believe that every realm, um, through their deities, comes from the source. Um, and the source is that force that is honored. And I guess why it's hard for me to explain is because it is hard to explain. How can you explain the fathomlessness of purity? You can't. Nobody can. How can you express the fathomlessness of absolute knowledge and absolute perfection? That is the source. The source created the web of life. The web of life is the tapestry of every universe within the multiverse and I'll get to that in a second, but every life thread that is ever living, every tree, every rock, every stream, every ocean, every elemental, every fairy, every elf, every pegasus, every unicorn, every thing, every bird, every every dog is on that web of life, and we all serve it because we're all part of it. The tapestry is ever weaving. And that is the creation, that is an extension of the source. That's the, the extension of the sourceful energy, is the web of life. And we all serve that. And we all need to remember that in our own way, every day, each of us is continually weaving ourselves or being woven by the strands 
and influencing our lives around us. And we, by extension, are our own web of life because our bodies are our own web of life. Everything has to sustain itself with each other. Like, I can have a brain that thinks and moves and allows me to, or I can just have a set of cells that just continue to replicate and, you know, live and every web and every strand of every web of life is part of the massive web of life that we are all part of. And that is important. So the source creates the web of life. From that, every universe, every universe, fairy, elven universe, Pegasus universe, every universe created by any other, any god, goddess, alien, whatever you want to say, every universe is created from that web. And the multiverse is the encompassing of all of them. And, you know, so this corner that we call Earth is just one piece of one universe. Uh, you know, and that, that to me, from, from a spiritual, if you want to get high on anything like that, if you want to, if you want to trip on something like that, that is something to really fathom in your meditation, that this corner that we cling to, that we feel is the most important, is only one tiny piece of one universe and beyond that there is the rest of the universe and beyond that there are other mul there's some other universes and beyond that there is the multiverse Now, once you get into the, beyond these, you know, these abstract things like multiverses and universes and things, then you get the world, then you get the work and you see the inner spheres. And I'm just thinking about my relation, from my relation to where I feel I fit in the multiversal tapestry. We all fit in it somewhere. This is just my feeling on where I fit. So, you know, my deities, you know, are part of this universe. And this planet has its own spirit, its own, its own essence. It, it's, 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 its own, it's its own creative force. And whether you call that Mother Nature or... You know whether you call it Gaia or Mother Earth, it the planet itself is its own spirit that needs to be honored, and that is important. We have to honor this planet spirit. You know, not not just the things in it, like the trees and the rocks and the rivers and them. The spirit of this planet is just as important. 
and so you have that you have the multiverse you have each universe within that and each universe of course has their own gods and goddesses and beneath them are the gods and goddesses guardians servants beings who tend to them whether depending on your tradition are they angels or nymphs or whatever who serves your deities those come next and then you have the individual planet spirits and then you have the elemental kingdoms and I'm not just saying the element of like earth or the air or whatever but I'm talking about you know all the elemental kingdoms like different mineral kingdoms and the spirits of of each type of metal or <coughs> or or gem has its own place within that so there are crystal kingdoms and emerald kingdoms and platinum kingdoms and golden plate kingdoms and things like there are elemental beings that are formed of each of those things each particle has its own part in it so you have the gods and then you have their messengers their creators angels nymphs whatever you want to call them and then you have the elemental kingdoms and then you have the spirit of the planet or place that you're living um, and before I get into then what comes after that obviously <coughs> would be the realms beyond so like the fairy realms that are around the realms that are beyond around it um, so the fairy realms the elven realms the elemental realms they all surround the realms of the gods and the elemental kingdom places and so the fairy realms elven realms the realms of the nymphs the realms of the elementals you have those you have the elemental kingdoms you have the planet spirit then within the planet spirit there are the main ones like each each um, you know regional spirit each spirit of each neighborhood each animal spirit each um, and you have other things like grove spirits and guardian spirits and you know um, spirits who guard particular rivers and lakes and every one of those needs to be honored and so when I was thinking about the fires um, I was thinking you know there's some nasty destructive elemental forces out there they're the ones that keep balance you know sometimes you have to have fire to rage through a place to to balance things out because that's just the way nature is and then you have the destructive elemental forces who just 
do so because they want to or because they have their own motive behind it. So beyond the planet spirit and all the spirits of the different trees and the different beneath all of them, then you have things like the destructive elemental kingdoms. Fire spirits who just rage through without thought. Or wind spirits who just destroy because they need to, they want to. And then there's the abyss. And the abyss is basically the absence of source. It is what source <laughs> wishes it was. It is absolute void. It is, it is basically a vast vacuum. And nothing good comes from a vacuum. People would be like, well, nothing comes from nothing. Actually, to, and maybe on some level it is, but for me, like, I think that nothing is a product of itself. And that, you know, things do come out of nothing. Things do come out of nothing um, all the time. Unfortunately, what comes out of the abyss is usually not that great. And that's why when I say fairy, good fairies and good elves or good whatever kindreds I'm saying, I'm saying... Um, you know, I'm mentioning because I want to make it clear. I do not want the nasties spirits around to influence my rituals. So I'm very clear there. I demarcate because I do not want any thing to do with the void or any of the nasties that come from the abyssal plane. It might not make sense, but it's the best I can explain what I feel the spirit realm is. Um, and in lieu of that, I will be asking for rebalancing of the energies around these fires at some point during this podcast because it's very important. The podcast episode will have other things in it, but I, this is the thing I mainly want to focus on in this particular episode because the f wildfires are a concern to me, and I really want to honor all the plant, animal, um, nature, spirits, fairies, elves, beings, elementals who are trying to restore balance in the name of the spirit of this planet and in the names of mother nature and the dark god so who are mother nature and the dark god you might ask mother nature is the source of all life on this planet she is the she's the lady of crops and fields forests full of fertile abundant growth She's also 
the goddess of all animals and plants that do not do not um the best way i can put it is 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 that she, the animals that are under her domain are the prey animals or the animals who spread life like bees and butterflies and that because they do spread life through pollinating things and you know bringing you know trying to bring to to bring life forward um, and then there's the dark god who is the other side of nature the untamed, the untamed growth the um, the decay um, he's also the god of all the hunting animals and the predators <laughs> and those animals that would that do all the cleanup um, we I might not like vultures because of the way that they're as, a, as an animal themselves but I appreciate vultures for example because they are they are scavengers they clean up they help keep the world clean and so anything that's like that I appreciate for itself because it's important so neither one of them is more important or less important than the other it's just that they de they definitely have their functions in the world and i just want to honor mother nature and the dark god and the spirit of this planet and especially the the spirit of this region of oregon where all these wildfires are and ask for balance so that's why i wanted to share with you my thoughts on what the spirit world is that's just the that's just like the basic gist of what i was trying to explain i could sit here and explain longer but it would it would it it would i would probably be here for days trying to explain everything but that's the gist so i hope that you understand now how i feel like i fit into the world and and everything around so, thank you. In the name of the great source, which is in all things and in all peoples and in all realms, come forth now. into the circle of power and space. Spirit of Mother Earth that is here and now, that is sustaining all things, creatrix of all that is alive on this planet, come forth now, I ask. Elementals of earth and air, fire and water, life and light and magic come forth, I ask of you. I ask now in this time and in this space that in this moment we focus on the fires that have been happening here in Oregon. Spirits of the destructive fires, we hear you, we see you. We would ask, would ask that you would 
please, at this time, tell us why, show us why. We call upon the spirits of the fairies in the forests, the places where there has been the destruction, to call upon them to begin the healing process of rebuilding what is in balance in this time and in this moment we ask for balance at this time we ask for the balance of the world to be reborn we ask for the fires if they need to continue to rage to begin some of the healing processes we ask that the spirit of every animal plant elemental force guardian who has been killed in these fires any homes that have been ruined any people's lives that have been ruined we ask for the comfort of the source mother nature that our god and all of life be with them now at this time and in this space we call upon the powers of regeneration to begin the rebuilding of the world again. To begin rebuilding those places ravaged by fires. We also ask that any god or goddess that will give you comfort if you have been affected by the fires, that you would be comforted now that you would have peace. I call upon the great power of Mother Nature, creatrix of all life, to restore, restore the balance. That these fires would not rage heedlessly or needlessly. That there be something from them, whether we like it or not be it a lesson we have to learn be it just part of the balance that is needful be it that it is just part of what has to happen in the grand scheme of all that is alive and the tapestry of the web we ask that it happen and we ask that it just not be something that is done without some need. We call upon the powers of each spirit who has lost their lives in these fires and ask them to be released back into the web of life to rejoin us again at some other place and time that if any mission they had to do on this planet and at this time that had to be aborted, you know, be restored to them at some later time. And I call to every tree, every rock, every stream, every bit of grass, 
every bit of dirt that has had to be scorched. I honor you for your sacrifice that you gave in these fires. And I honor your spirits, each one of you. And I just pray that you would receive your peace. So mote it be. nostalgia moment I thought oh my gosh um, first of all it's a beautiful day here warm and sunny and being out of the hospital and you know being able to be outside and enjoy the weather like I thought what is nothing more iconic or nostalgic than popsicles and when I say popsicles, I remember these tube popsicles. So it's like this plastic tube with a popsicle inside. And I found some. My nephews are into them right now. They're these wonderful Skittle ones. They're not exactly the same. Um, but they are... A lot the same as what we used to have as kids and so I'm just sitting here mm. enjoying this popsicle remembering summer days with good weather a great popsicle and the sound of the pool and just feeling nostalgic about, you know, when I was a kid and, and remembering those long summer days with popsicles and feeling like the summer was going to never end. Mm. Here's to a nostalgic moment. Mm. So, um, I was thinking, um, after that wonderful nostalgia moment, what's going on now? So, as I said, with, um, the hospital and everything and figuring out the fires were happening, I, I wanted to focus on that. Um, which is why, you know, I said that prayer earlier and, um, you know, called upon the spirits. But the other thing is, like, being that it's so nice right now and the weather is so wonderful, I just... Now is a great time for, for recuperation for me. And um, getting back to the way things, you know, have been. I mean, things can't be completely because 
Nothing is when you have health issues or whatever, but getting back to a semblance of normal is important to me. And being able to sit out here in the sun and feel the warmth and possibly go in the pool later and um, do all that, it's, it's really important. Tomorrow is my aunt's birthday, and so my mom and I, when I was at the hospital, we planned out what we were going to do for her party, and that was fun. It was great. Um, we're going to have a taco bar for her tomorrow, and um, yeah, we're going to have a taco bar for her, and I just feel... At this moment, I just, I feel the now, and I want to embrace the now, and feeling good, and feeling more balanced in myself, and feeling spiritual again, and feeling, um, getting back to a place where I feel at peace again. Yeah. It's great if you go to the hospital and you feel inspired and you're fighting and all that and oh you know it's a good thing and you know I'm you know I'm this or I'm that but for me it's it can be a very depleting place uh, the hospital is not a place for spiritual um, and it can be a place of spiritual growth but you know for most people um, it's it's not. It's a place to get well, and however that is for you, and being out of there and being home and being here and being um, being in my own space again, that is what makes me feel spiritual. Getting back to that stasis again where life is back to normal is very important. That is what's going to give me peace. Um, you know, and so that is what's happening now. I'm also expecting an Amazon package today. Um, one thing that's really been bothering me is that my taste buds have changed because I've been on some medications and they can have a sort of metallic taste in the mouth and because food is so important to me, because food is a, is a part of my life as a kitchen witch, as an enemist, as a blind person as someone who just feels connected to food um, and flavors and textures and that kind of thing is kind of been a disconnect and I've been trying to gain that back and so I've been trying to find ways to sort of restart that again restart the healing of that again so I can have my taste buds back and have my palate the way that I had it before or whatever and so I was craving some different things so I ordered some hot and spicy peanuts and some toffee peanuts and I hope that that will help sort of those tastes will sort of kindle for me again the uh, sort of start help me connect to that again because I have to say, it can be disturbing to not be able to taste your food. And 
for most people it is, and I'm not saying it isn't, but for me, because food is such a big part of my life, because food is so important to me as a person, because it's a way for me to connect, because I love to cook, I love to experiment with flavor. When the taste is gone, and when you can't taste your food anymore, you just, you eat because you have to, and um, for me, food is not just something you eat, just to live. For me, food is life itself. And to not be able to taste that has, it's, it's almost like if you lost hearing in one ear and you want, and you keep poking at that ear, hoping and praying that all that poking and prodding and rubbing and that will sort of bring back the hearing. And sometimes it won't, but sometimes that does. And so I've been trying this week to to get myself back into tasting again, tasting food and trying to get myself back into that because that is the most, I mean, yes, breathing and all that is very important, but healing for me, complete healing for me is also being able to enjoy my food again. And because I haven't really been able to enjoy my food, it's put a damper on things. And so I'm just, at this moment, that's what I'm focusing on right now, is trying to get to enjoy my food again and, and, and feel alive again that way. And that's what's going on now in this moment in my life at this time, because... It, it, it can feel so disconnected. And so trying to taste things and getting myself okay with tasting food and, and trying to kindle tastes in my palate, you know, I just, I want that back. So, um... That is my now moment, I guess, is healing, recharging, rebalancing, reconfiguring. So, um, just as I was, uh, you know, recording some of the segment in the last segment, um, my Amazon box just came. In the background, you're hearing um, Ghost Adventures, which is one of my favorite shows. I love that kind of thing. I love Ghost Adventures and not every kind of thing like that, but that particular one because of the way that they show, the way that they document stuff is I like the the way they do. That and Most Haunted are my favorite um, paranormal shows. So... I'm opening this box. Yeah, this box. Okay. Oh, yes. That must be the tin of toasted nuts. I'll put that there for now. And this must be the box of some those. Okay, so the box. The box I can put in here. Okay. Let's get these toasted nuts open first. 
There's a seal, of course. I gotta break open the. I gotta break open the end of the tin here. Oh yeah, that's sound. Sound seal. It smell good. So it's it. Oh, it's a smell. It smells good. Let's see if it how how it rolls around on my palette. Mmm. 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 Not bad, actually. Slightly salty. Buttery. Mmm. Mmm. Not too sweet. It has a nice flavor of toffee. Flavor. Mmm. When my taste buds completely come back, that is going to be amazing. I can already tell just by the way it tastes now. It's got a nice flavor. Okay, so now I gotta break into these. I gotta toss this. The foil thing that uh, was covering the tin. Cover that. Let's see what these hot peanuts do for me. Oh. I don't want to just tear into it because eh, I don't like tearing into things. There we go. I made a slit. Oh, nice. They come in these. In these. Okay. They come in these, uh, these, these individual bags here. So I'm going to, I'm going to pop one open here. Okay. Pour a few into my hand here. Bag down here, so. Oh. Oh. Mmm. Spicy. Oh. That is. Mmm. 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 Oh my gosh. Now, because my, my taste buds are weird, normally I would just like eat, you know, a little handful here, handful of there, just like one or two at a time. But because I like spicy, but not all at once, I like to be able to savor my flavors. But that was just like salt and spice, and it felt amazing. Mm. It felt like mm. it's an explosion on my tongue. It's, it felt amazing. Oh. Oh. 
that is exactly Ugh, the only other thing that does that like that to me is my crystallized ginger because I have crystallized ginger. I love the way it tastes. And because it's nice and pungent, I love the flavor of ginger anyway. But these spicy peanuts. Mm. Oh yeah. They're doing that to me. They're waking my senses. It's 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 Oh my god, it's the best way to put it is like if you had a wound and somebody put cold cream on it and that wound stopped aching. That's literally what it feels like to be able to taste the spicy these spicy peanuts. It's almost like that. It's like this it it's like oh Okay, I can breathe now a little bit better. Oh my gosh, that is an amazing taste. It just exploded in my mouth. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, that is like... Oh. That is a bomb to my soul right now. That that, And some people might be like, well, that's just weird. But like, you try not being able to taste your food for two weeks or more and then you judge <laughs> I'd like to say that let's try oh okay let's try let's try one of these toasted nuts because they're a little bit bigger with a couple of these spicy ones and see what I get Oh, I bet it'll be. Let's hope it's amazing. Let's hope I get the same. Let's hope I get the same response. Okay. So we got this. I'll just pop these into my mouth like this. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Not quite. It's got to be one or the other because the spiciness takes over the sweetness. And it, toward the end, it sort of tasted like a spicy honey, honey roasted peanut. And that's not what I was looking for at all. Mmm. Mm, no. It has to be one or the other one. No. I just, no. But, I tried it. That is my taste flavor profile now. <laughs>